you kaiju fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how's it going man it's good how you doing not too bad um really excited about this movie the newest movie we've ever done yeah it's uh, like a week old at the point of recording it'll be about two for a release yeah, uh, we're doing, this week is uh, Godzilla versus Kong, which, like, all week I've been saying, like, King Kong versus Godzilla, and I'm really glad I brought up Letterboxd before, like, we started the episode, because I definitely would have brought it on. King Kong versus Godzilla, they're like, no, Godzilla got top billing in this thing. Yeah. Well, which way does it work, where, is it the first one is top billing, then the, or? I mean, t typically, yeah, you want your name grab to be first. Which you would think with, like, how this, I mean, complete, and uh, spoilers, major spoilers from here yeah, on out. Yeah, this is the one time we do really have to address that, cause because this is new. Because this is such a new movie, and that's also one of the reasons we waited an extra week to kind of do it, is because we wanted to give everyone, like, some more time to watch it and whatnot. Not like, oh, it came out on, like, Wednesday, Friday, here's our episode, you know. Well, you know, I'm looking over at my movie shelf right now, Brett, and there's a couple versus movies over there, and I'll throw out a few examples here. We have Alien versus Predator. Alien's definitely the stronger franchise, more well-known, has more movies, right? Right. I have Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's a thing? Oh, yeah, it's great. Is that, is that um, a book, or is that an animated thing? No, that's an animated Warner Brothers movie. Okay. Batman is obviously the more popular of the two. Right. And then we have Freddy versus Jason, which is the only tricky one. But since that was put out by New Line, I feel like they wanted to give their long-term boys some more love compared to Jason. Yeah, with that one, I, I know, like, at some point down the road, we'll talk Freddy versus Jason. But that's another, like, that started my love-hate of the versus movies. Yeah. Because of the ending of that movie. I think that one and what we're talking about today are the two that have the most definitive winners out of them. Yeah, but I mean, even saying like, well, but we already said spoilers, but it's King Kong versus God. Or fuck. Godzilla, Godzilla. versus Kong. <laughs> um, but it's honestly like, I mean, for a while it is, but it comes down to Godzilla versus Kong or Godzilla and Kong versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah, but in the fights we do see... I got. I got to give it to my big lizard boy. Oh yeah. Well, if the people were not around, Kong would have died like on the boat. Yeah, real early in. Yeah, because he would. The boat capsized, and everyone just kind of was gonna let him drown until that one guy swam over and like released him. But like, there's several times, and then like later on, Godzilla's drowning him again, and the people save him again. <laughs> In Kong's defense, though, having a fight on the ocean isn't exactly fair in Kong's, like, area. When when I saw that, when, like, Kong's chained on the boat and you see Godzilla coming, I'm like, the first thing I'm like, Godzilla can breathe underwater. Kong's just big monkey. Yeah. Like, Kong needs air. Like, he's just, like, oh, he's ginormous and strong, but he doesn't have powers, really. I mean, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, how many times do you end up watching this? Uh, two. I watched it um, on the 31st when it was released. And I just got done watching it right before the episode. <laughs> I watched it that release day. I woke up at like 5 in the morning because I had to go to Pittsburgh that day. I was like, I want to watch that though first. And so I woke up early to watch it. And then I kind of watched it two more times. But the first next time I put it on, just as background, I was doing so much things. Next thing I knew it was over and I didn't absorb like any of it. And then I watched it one more time. I mean, I honestly think this would be a great background movie, especially now that I've seen it a couple of times. And it's not like, oh, what's the plot exactly? It's like, okay, I know what's going on. Where you can like, okay, there's people talking. Like, as soon as you see people walk on the screen, go do chores and do your stuff. As soon as you hear a monster, come and sit down because it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate for this. So, you want to kick it off? Um, I'm trying to, oh, it, it, it uh, starts off with, um, Kong waking up, isn't it? Yeah, it's like they have Skull Island under containment, pretty much. Yeah, like, well, you see, like, Kong wake up, and he kind of, like, starting his day, he's, like, stretching, does he get, like, a drink of water and whatnot? Yeah. And you see, like, the people that are, like, was it's, like, the Kong, um, like, basically, like, they, they're just watching him, basically. Yeah, that's, like, an observation team, and... They, like, Cabin in the Woods domed them. Yeah, and it's exactly that same thing, because it has, like, that sparkly, like, almost paneled, like, type of, like, I don't know what, that cloaking device type thing, where it's, like, when he strips the tree and, like, throws, like, throws it into the sky and it hits the dome, like, the Truman Show dome. Yeah, that's another one. Godzilla, uh, King Kong versus Truman. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on Truman. Yeah. Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> but the, they say later that that dome is the only thing keeping Godzilla from detecting him, too. All of a sudden, Godzilla is kind of the bad guy. Like, they want to start at the beginning, like, uh, that he's the bad guy. Because he's, like, wiping out all the other, like, huge monsters on Earth. But until this movie, that was a good thing. I was thinking about that, actually, when I was watching the movie. Because, like, the other ones... Or is the exact same thing as Godzilla's going around and killing all the big monsters and kind of protecting us. Yeah, he's that's what you want him to do. He's doing the exact same thing in this movie, but now it's bad. Because yeah. story says so. <laughs> I do. We did jump. I forgot. Um, 2021, obviously. PG-13. This is right. episode oh, yeah. 28. Directed by Adam Wingard. And I'm not going to say who wrote this, Brett. Because, like, and this isn't exactly a complaint, but... Some things can definitely be pointed at this. There's like 20 writers, just like all the MonsterVerse oh, movies they've done oh, so yeah. far. And, uh, but did you see who one of them is? Um, Go ahead, because once I saw it was a list, I didn't even bother. Michael Doherty. Oh, really? Who, who did Krampus, who, that we've uh, reviewed, and, and also trick did Trick or Treat. Yeah, that's really cool. He also did the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, it looks like. Do you want to know... Um. Something cool tying back to Krampus. Do you know Krampus and Trick or Treat are same universe movies? Yes, I love like that. Like, the candy is in Krampus, you see it? Yeah, I have I love when universes are connected. That's one of the reasons I love Kevin Smith so much. It's yeah. just those little things like that. I love expanded universes, and I hope for the day of, like, Sam versus Krampus. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. It happens on Thanksgiving. They're both yeah. trying to reach out their turf. <laughs> They're trying to see who takes over Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's in the middle of them. 
That's great. Well, that, because that fits, because then you get, like, some people like me who still, like, have their Halloween decorations up, and some people who have their, like, Christmas decorations already up. So it's completely fits with the It's time. literally your, the war that goes on in your house every year. Yeah, I would also, like, uh, just to go in this little side tangent, I would love to then to, like, get the people, like, just see people fighting, fist fighting in the streets. Like, one's wearing a Halloween costume, the other one's in an ugly Christmas sweater. Oh, that'd be great. And it's like slow mo, like at the beginning of Krampus when they're like running into the department store. <laughs> that'd be so good. I think we need to pitch this. Yeah, Michael Doherty, come on, man. Reach out the oh. throbbing. <laughs> so we get this like ad for Apex Technologies. And Brett, we watch a lot of movies, not just horror movies. Right. Anytime you have the head of the super technological advanced company giving a speech about how great their company is. I don't even know anything about this guy. I'm like, he's evil. Immediately, he's bad. And another reason you know he's bad is because when they're doing all their science stuff, he's always has a glass of whiskey he's sipping on. Yeah, you know, that is true. Guy In these movies, guys drinking whiskey from a flask or a bottle, always a little nutty, but good guys. Good guys. The guys with the whiskey glass, always the bad guys. Yeah. Which completely 100% falls into this movie. Yeah, Walt Simmons is the head of that's name. Okay, yeah, it's like it's like the semi-Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much he's, yeah. What Elon Musk will turn into one day. Yes. Um, and then we get this, like, guy snooping around, and I don't remember his name. Fuck, do you got it? Is it uh, the podcast guy or a different yeah. guy? Okay, I don't have his name. Oh, Bernie. My Bernie. phone was covering where I wrote the names and pointed to the parts. That's right. He's like snooping around like he knows something's going on because he's this underground podcaster working for the company. One, he doesn't disguise his voice, though. Don't you think someone would pick up on who he is? That and they keep saying and then like later on, they're like, who is the head? Who's the leader of this like podcast? And it's like, it must be super easy to trace that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, I know you can get VPNs and shit, but still, they could find out who it is. And I'm pretty sure, like, Apex, like, he's starting to expose government stuff and everything. They'd swoop in on you in a heartbeat. Oh, so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, where where are we at now? They're, oh, yeah, we're, like, uh, Kong throws the giant stick, and it hits the dome, and then he's mad because he's contained. We see outside there's the giant storm, which we were told, like, we we're told later on wipes out all the native people that were um, on the island for uh, Kong Skull Island, except one little girl, which she is actually great. I really like her. Is that what I, I missed that completely both times. Was she an original native? Yeah, she's one of the original tribe, like native people of that island. Oh, I thought it was just that scientist's daughter. No, she's um she's just like kind of adopted her. Oh, okay. That's, nice pick. That's why Kong you know, like listens to her and whatnot. She's like, "Oh, you're one of the people." And he, I think it also lends to like he feels bad that he couldn't protect them. Oh, okay. That's also just convenient crap. We have a bunch of people on this island. What do we do? Uh, we gotta get rid of them. Uh, there's yeah. a giant storm. <laughs> but yeah, you see her like you don't see her communicate with them yet, but you see that her and Kong are on very good terms. Pretty much, this little girl. Also, it's a we. It's good to note that she's uh, deaf, so she signs. Yes, that's that's important. very important to the movie. You know what's funny? I 
I should have been less shocked. We'll jump around a bit mm-hmm. about the Kong being able to sign reveal right. because there are gorillas who can sign, and movies love making their gorillas being able to sign. Oh yeah, was it a uh, Coco the gorilla is the super famous one that signs, right? Yeah, who could do it the the best out of all of them? We're like, uh, that's the one uh, where like Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers like went and visited her, and like yeah, Flea and Ace. Coco were very good friends. Yeah. And I remember when uh, Robin Williams died because her and like her, her and uh, Robin were like friends, and they signed to her like Robin died, and she's just like sad, and it's just like oh, don't make the monkey sad. Yeah, don't tell her. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't need to know. Also, Robin's throughout busy this, today. Throughout this entire movie, anytime Kong did anything, I couldn't help but going, oh, "Giant monkey." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> so. After we get like the whole this is what's going on with Kong, we get that whole Apex ad, and then we're at where uh, Bernie snooped around Apex. This alarm goes off, and it's the Titan alert. Right. Um, oh, and- that's right. That's right. I know where we are now. That's where um, like Godzilla is now coming for like the Apex facility. Yeah, and it's a really cool reveal for Godzilla in this movie too. I know they don't have to do as big of a job because we've seen them in two movies now. This Godzilla, but it is cool every time to him coming out of the ocean and everything. Well, because this movie, you can see Godzilla. It's not dark. It's not raining. You see him. It's not just a shadow. <laughs> oh, that first one. The first one was really fun the first time I watched it. But on a rewatch, it's so annoying because you don't see Godzilla till the end. No, and there's so much people stuff. And the people stuff isn't even really that interesting. And, like, Brian Cranston was great in it, and then, spoilers, he dies, like, within half an hour. And then you're left with his boring son. Yeah, I remember that. But Scarlet Witch is in it. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's the wife of the boring son, and the boring son's kick-ass. And Quicksilver, which is weird. Oh, that's right. Um, I was watching Red Letter Media's review of uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, and they were saying, uh, this triggered this memory, where they were saying that they were filming... Um, Godzilla at the same time that they were filming um, Age of Ultron. Yeah. So it's like, and they were making the joke of like, hopefully they don't forget which movie they're in. Cause one movie, their husband and wife, one movie, their brother and sister. So like yeah, Age of Ultron, they just forget and start making out. It's like uh, cut, <laughs> cut, cut guys. <laughs> but yeah, you, you want to know something crazy? I won't tell you the number yet. Cause I don't do that till the end. This movie has a ridiculous kill count for one I thought would have barely any. Well, that, I'm trying to, th- because, like, you see a lot of buildings fall over, but I... Oh, I can't do that. You know, yeah, there's like, no way. I, I attribute that to the same thing as, like, the Jason X Solaris, you know? Yeah, I didn't do that. I'm talking about, but you know the way they do get around it? Hmm. Fucking pilots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, this actually has a pretty crazy high one. Nice. Because right away when he's coming at Apex, you see him swatting pilots down already. Oh, and just like and like the amount of damage that is called, it's this is almost like Man of Steel level damage, where it's like there's no, they don't care about buildings whatsoever. The amount of like people that died because the point is you want Godzilla and Kong to be knocking down skyscrapers. Oh yes. But I also, like, remember, and it makes more sense because they're, like, animals and they don't know. Where, like, in Man of Steel, it's, like, Superman is, I mean, he's not a human, but he's sm- like, extremely smart. He knows to, like, maybe yeah, try to get... Yeah, he basically is human. 
yeah, it's like try to get away from the city. But ever since like that happened and everyone like went all up in arms about cities being destroyed, every time I see a city is destroyed, I think back to that movie. <laughs> yeah. So he breathes his what's it called? Atomic breath? Yeah, atomic breath. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, he does his whole fire breath thing into the building, and the Bernie, this whole whistleblower podcaster guy, survives. But with the hole that was created in the building, he sees Mecha Godzilla's eye, which I put a question mark there the first time I saw it, but it was indeed Mecha Godzilla's eye. Or is it his eye, or is it that thing in the middle of his mouth that shoots like his version of the atomic breath? I'm pretty sure it's his eye because when, during the reveal, they kind of hovered on it again to show you, hey, that's what that thing you're looking at okay. before. I couldn't do so, because they're both red. I couldn't exactly tell, but I kind of got what they meant. Yeah. Um, and then I was, did you already hear Mechagodzilla was going to be in it? Um, I heard like rumors, but I also like chalk that up to like, who knows if people are just fucking with you or if it's true. This movie I went into very cold, not knowing like anything at all. Anytime I would see Godzilla versus King Kong in the article, like title, I would like quickly scroll, uh, scroll past it. I was like, I don't want to know anything. Man, you remember like a year ago, well, honestly, months ago, I would jokingly say, I just want some way for them to put Mecha Godzilla in one of these, but there's no way they'll ever be able to do it. Right. I was so happy, Brett. Well, if they were going to do it in this, in any movie, it would be like this kind of movie out of this like series, I guess, of the MonsterVerse, because yeah. this is the most like out there batshit one. Yeah, I, I, I think I yelled like during the Mechagodzilla reveal. I was so happy. No, and then mad, it, but we'll go into it. Because you're is uh, Mechagodzilla your favorite of the kaiju's? One hundred percent. Okay, what did you think of his design? I didn't hate it. I it wasn't the classic, but I didn't expect that. Um, I was worried they were going to go too transformery with it, which I don't think they did. Um, I thought it fit for this universe the way like some of the other monsters have been changed and stuff. Right. So no, it wasn't the design that I would have lost my shit completely to see, but it was close enough and in line with what we've seen with all the rest of the monsters. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, but I also see because I did kind of get Transformers vibes from it, and it just seems so like I wish it would have been a little bit brighter, like maybe like not chrome, of course, because that would have been really ridiculous, but not just like it almost looks like he wasn't finished. Yeah, I don't know if he was though. As I, I would have loved to see like because. He looked too, like, because Godzilla in this universe is fucking, not, I mean, yes, he's huge, but it's, like, fucking thick Godzilla. Like, he has, like, a, he's, he, like, I don't know what you want to say. He's super thick, you know? Yeah, there's, there's no weak spot on him. He's enormous. God, Godzilla enormous, has eyes yeah. on him kind of thing. Yeah. And Mechagodzilla looked very, not very bare bones, but pretty bare bones. I thought that was just, like, to make him faster mm -hmm. and stuff than Godzilla like kind of spring loaded, you know what I mean? Right. But like later on, I don't know if you want to but like did you see the comparison shot of Godzilla and Mechagodzilla how much bigger Mechagodzilla is? Yeah. Like I didn't like I didn't really get it until they did that like side by side and I was like, "Oh fuck, it's like almost two Godzillas." Yeah. All right, so but we were at what Bernie like found the is in the Apex thing and he found the secrets. He, he sees the eye, and then we cut to cut away from him. 
And is next when Millie Bobby Brown comes in? Yeah, that's uh, we get reintroduced to Millie Bobby Brown, which I she's great in Stranger Things. It's not like she's bad in this movie, but she seems so shoehorned in. It yeah, it almost doesn't feel like anything she did was necessary, even as far as humans and kaiju movies necessary goes. Um, I will say this: I was glad for continuity that we didn't just get a new group of humans every movie completely. Right. Yeah, so that's like, I was. True. I was kind of happy about that, but yeah, I definitely see what you say. Uh, her mom was like the good bad guy from the last one. Uh, what's her Millie's name? Madison Russell. Okay. But yeah, the news is on and saying Godzilla is no longer an ally. I want to address this real quick because I've seen people online who haven't got it. Hmm. Um, Godzilla is not just randomly evil in this movie. He was going after Mecha Godzilla because when later we find out he's kind of powered or used with Ghidorah's skull. Right, which King Ghidorah is my favorite of all the kaiju, and I was so sad to see. I was like, oh, like he's really, really dead. <laughs> this is like Vader's helmet in the in the Force Awakens. Yeah, Ghidorah's skull. There's that tiny bit of hope where like maybe Vader's alive, and it's like no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that, and it's not even like the like the head was like still because like uh, Ghidorah can like grow back and shit. Yeah, like, and it's not even like they were like maybe keeping it in like a state of like suspension. A giant vat. Yeah, where it's like, or they had it frozen, and but like every once in a while you see like the eye move, like that. Just give me that, and I would have been so happy. But it's like you killed my favorite one. <laughs> Like kill you know, it. <laughs> how I said I had to go to Pittsburgh the day this came out. I stopped at this really cool toy shop out there uh, called D&E Collectibles in Pittsburgh that I've never been to before. Yeah. And I got a King Ghidorah out there. I was oh, really that's happy awesome. about it. So it felt appropriate with the day. I love the sounds Ghidorah makes. Like that weird, like his weird, like scream or whatever. I love his movements and whatnot. Oh, I don't yeah. know what it is about him, but he's always interested me. Yeah, but. I, I realize I lost myself. Um, but yeah, so they're using like how he had telekinetic communications between his heads. Right. And so that's what's making Godzilla attack them. It's not Godzilla's just pissed for no reason. It's, no, you're basically doing... sending Ghidorah signals. Hey, he's in here. That's why he's attacking. Yeah, it's almost like every time they power up Mechagodzilla, it's like powering up a brand new like enemy for him. Yeah. And so that's why he's going after. It's almost, they're, it's almost like a... Uh, it's fake news is what it is, is that Godzilla's bad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, I also want to mention, like, okay, so we get the whole, like, Millie Bobby Brown sitting there in class, and they're watching about, like, Godzilla's bad now. And this is another podcast movie again. Yeah. This movie does something that I hate now that podcasts are, like, a thing that are, like, known and that's when the person, like, okay, you, Greg, you're listening to a podcast walking down the street. Where's yes. your phone? Uh, usually in my pocket or my hand. You're not holding the phone, staring at the oh. logo of the fucking podcast you're watching? I've always despised that. I don't get that. It's like, they, it looks so fucking awkward, and uh, no person ever does that. You look at it real quick to see, like, okay, what episode is this? Oh, okay. And you put it back in your fucking pocket. Or, you, like you said, you hold it in your hand, but you're not staring at the fucking logo as you walk down the fucking street. 
Yeah, that's always been a thing. Or they'll watch little like sound waves and everything. Yeah, well, yeah, where they're watching like yeah, the sound waves going up and down. It's like no. It also leads to like later on when like she's back at her house and like I guess in her bedroom and she almost has like it reminded me like she's playing Batman for a minute because she goes to her desk. She has like four or five computer screens and like all these papers, and she's like leaned over the desk like Batman would at his desk. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that, but you're very spot on with all of that. It was like a split, it was like a two second little clip of like you saw her desk, and I'm like, a oh, fucking bullshit again. Yeah. And <laughs> this line is not important, but I just wanted to write it down because I would use this as a tagline for us. Her dad tells her that podcast is filling your head with lies. Oh yeah, I would. My dad, I've definitely heard from my parents before of like, why are you listening to that? That's just like, why don't you like listen to something else or like watch some sports or? No, no, I need listen to listen to, to throwing with horror Dave again. <laughs> but I have to, I do have to say, in my heyday, I was one hundred percent acting like Millie Bobby Brown was in this movie towards that podcast but with tell him steve dave but it's just like i know i met you then just oh yeah get him said a thing that was funny i need to tweet about it for the next 12 hours yeah i I met you then (laughs) oh yeah well that's when you said when i met liz you were like thank god man because you were like (laughs) you were like i was a little worried about your tell him steve dave addiction I wasn't worried i was like yeah maybe he won't though well maybe Um, maybe he needs another thing to like put all of his full attention on that's why i gave you this i'm like no now you have to do this every week yeah i have liz in this podcast (laughs) yeah but then we get that walt simmons the apex guy shows up at the hollow earth experts office this guy who wrote a book on it right and he wants him to lead the hollow earth mission this is where it starts getting really too much people stuff for me yeah yeah i really agree where like the people stuff in this one isn't as bad as it's been in previous ones but how I feel with all these like Godzilla or Kaiju movies is like, I love the monsters. I love the monsters. Oh fuck. God damn it. There's people. Yeah. And they recruit that guy. His name's David. And he goes to see the Kong whisperer, that lady we were talking about earlier, not the little girl. Right. Um, her name's Dr. Andrews. Do you know what she was from? No. Iron Man three. Okay. What was she in that? She was the, Girl who was working for um, the Mandarin, but who knew Tony before, and she died and everything like the. She okay. woke up and found the name tag that says, you know who I am. I don't girl. remember that part. I remember the, uh, what, what what was it again? The Mandarin or? Yeah, um, she was, I remember he, she shows up at Tony's house at one point and he's like, please tell me there's not a child sitting outside in that car, however many years old. Hmm. But that's all. Okay. Um, and that guy wants to use Kong to lure Godzilla to Hollow Earth. This is getting way too convoluted of a plot, but the fact okay. that there's there's like and they've like hinted at Hollow Earth stuff through like all of these like MonsterVerse movies of this like series, but they go so hardcore with Hollow Earth in this movie. Like, hey, it, it could have been called Hollow Earth. Oh yeah, subtitle Godzilla versus Kong. It could have been a completely different movie without Godzilla or Kong just exploring yeah. Hollow Earth. And oh shit, there's like creatures down here. So am I correct? The plan is let's use Kong to lure Godzilla to Hollow Earth and what, like shut him in there? Well, no, they want to 
because they know where Hollow Earth is, but they yeah. haven't been able to break through yet or something. And so they need to get to Hollow Earth to get to that. You remember when Kong got gets his giant axe? Yeah. And he puts it in the ground and it charges. Yeah. And then they start drilling into the ground and they're like, you can't do that. And she's like, yes, I can. Oh, uh, they want whatever the material is there to help. They're after Godzilla. the power supply to power Mechagodzilla. Okay, but they never fully reveal everything. I gotcha. Yeah, it's all very, it's very, it. they reveal it, but it's like in the tiniest little bit of dialogue. It's like half a sentence. And if you were like blinked, you would completely miss it. Oh, I hear with my ears, Brett. Oh. D- is that, that a Dimension Z it's thing? It's a Dimension Z thing. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm con- Every time I have to do a podcast, I'm just constantly blinking. Like, <laughs> it's like a hummingbird. <laughs> so... Here's where we go. They want to use Kong. Uh, Dr. Andrews agrees. Which brings us to our next scene, which you have questions, I have questions. Anyone who's seen this movie has questions. I brought this up to Maxwell and Geek Pause of a few episodes ago. Okay. How did they get Kong on the boat? Yeah, that's fucking major. Look, I know you could say maybe that the girl, t- like, the little girl talked to him, but they don't know the girl really communicates with him yet. No, they don't know that yet because they find that out on the boat. And if it was that, why do they have him chained up? No, I, yeah, exactly. Now, I have two things here, and the one is much more likely. One, since this is basically a giant terrarium enclosure thing, they probably have control of everything in there, much like Cabin in the Woods. They could probably tranquilize that water. Tranquilize the water or release a gas into the air or something. Yeah, I'm sure they have ways to do that. But still, even then, getting him onto the boat is going to be something. But, or if they went the whole classic King Kong, let's capture King Kong and put him on a boat. That's a whole movie in itself. Yeah. Well, uh, was it Peter Jackson did it and it was like five hours long. Yeah, that the majority of the movie was them getting him. Yeah, which because he's... Even, okay, you knock him out. I mean, well, I guess he's lifted by helicopters later, but there's it's such a huge plot hole that a few lines of dialogue just even explaining how they're going to do it. You don't even have to show it. Just be like, we're going to do this, this, and this. Be like, yeah. hey, let's go. And then yeah. next then scene. Then cut to oh, it and we'd be fine. That'd, that'd be great. But no, yeah. he's just on the boat. He's it's just, And I guess I can't do too much about this because it's giant monkey versus giant lizard movie but yeah still oh they're on the boat and there's a whole fleet of boats with the boat it's not just like that boat because they know they're in now they're exposed godzilla could come for him yeah it's like 50 like navy like giant like aircraft carriers yeah they're aircraft carriers and destroyers and all this stuff out there. yeah and they say they're avoiding like godzilla routes I guess, like, waters that he's typically seen in. Right. I don't know, but it's not like he's not the size of a fucking small city and he can just go wherever he wants pretty quickly. Yeah, um, they're almost like, they're like, fingers crossed, he won't notice us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're following the only other thing on Earth his size. He's gonna yeah. notice. Yeah. Be very, very quiet. We're on the way to Hollow Earth. <laughs> Imagine if it, you were the only human in a house of ants. And they were trying to hide another human from you in the house, <laughs> carrying him away. You would notice. It'd be like, 
he's fucking right over there. He's like walking out the door. Like I heard the <laughs> door. Like <laughs> you see all these ants like carrying a human away, thinking you won't see him. And I just, it just gives like every once in a while, like I do love how expressive Godzilla is in these movies. Like his face, like actually moves and whatnot. Like I know they couldn't do that in the rubber suit because it's a rubber suit. But you know, I was like, they didn't want that. What's that? Uh, who who owns it? Uh, Soto. Uh, Toho. Toho, that's right. Owns the rights to Godzilla. They did not want him to emote at all. Oh, See, isn't because- that? I thought I thought the same thing you did though. I thought yeah. he was pretty expressive in this. Yeah, well, a lot of it's anger, but every once in a while you'll see him like turn and he does. I uh, every once in a while give like subtle looks. I believe yeah, this is part. I swear he smirked, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Just do the or the um. Was it the Godzilla uh victory dance? Is that um Godzilla versus Monster Zero or something? Where it's the her her and he's just jumping up in the air. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the 2004, was it? No, this is like one of the 60s Godzillas. What was that 2004 one where it was like... Oh. Seen, and remember, he killed the American Godzilla from the 1999 oh, in it? Yeah, I forget which one um, that... Yeah, but that's... uh, I love where, like, yeah, the 1999 one shows up for, like, a split second and is a completely annihilated immediately. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. Yes. We should do that 1999 one. That would be a a fun episode. That'd be a great movie to hate on. Oh, yeah. Um, So this Maya Simmons, who is the Apex guy's daughter, shows up to babysit. You know, she's typical rich, evil person. Um, Get a bunch of dialogue. How Kong bows to no one when this fight goes down. They're like, so what? One just has to bow to the other, and they're both too hot-headed, pretty much they're saying. Right. The little girl sees Kong, and Kong... Because Kong's getting fucking pissed and starting to pull on the chains and everything until he sees her there, then he calms down. Well, this is when um they discover that the little girl and Kong are signing to each other and like can uh talk to each other. And she's like, he wants to go home. And the lady's like, how do you know? It's like, because he told me. And he's sitting there like signing home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, for the whole Godzilla being able to sign thing, they really don't use it much. No, not too. But also, I'm glad that they're not sitting there having like extended dialogues with the big monkey. Yeah, Godzilla's planning out their battle attacks with them. Uh, also, I only see it like going three sentences before he goes, "Monkey want banana." Yeah, <laughs> banana tree. Yeah, the entire time, like I'm. I love Kong, and Kong actually, I believe, is the out of these two. They focus on Kong a lot more in this movie. This is Kong's movie, and I went into I think it like you can tie him to the humans more. Yeah, I went into it being like, oh, Godzilla, Godzilla, but I love Kong in this movie. He actually kind of stole the show. But every oh, don't time get me wrong, I... I love Godzilla more, but I, I like King Kong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but every time it's just like, ooh, ah. <laughs> and Liz, Liz looked at me, she's like, stop. You have to stop making monkey noises every time Kong comes on the screen. I did see the first Godzilla movie when it came out in a drive-in theater, which was like the perfect setting for a Godzilla movie. I'm upset I didn't get to do that with this one. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, we get the whole Kong signing home thing. And then guess what, Brett? We cut back to more humans. Oh, yay. <laughs> Madison, Millie Bobby Brown, her friend Josh, Russell from Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool 2. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, uh, uh, you know, the, yeah. the prison wallet kid from Deadpool yeah. 2. Oh, he was great in Deadpool 2. 
He's actually been in a lot of shit lately. Me and Anna were talking about him because I said that kid. Because she just watched some of them. I'm like that kid was in Godzilla Kong. He's like making it pretty well for himself lately. I swear he's in something every month. He is really he's good in this movie and he's funny, but he also is like the same character as from remember that guy from It Follows that just shows up in the car and his main drive in the movie is I have a car and I can get you to the place. He just yeah. shows up in a this like ratty van blaring judas priest jumps out he's wearing a judas priest t-shirt <laughs> i was it was kind of funny and kind of cheesy at the same time they're about to go break a bunch of laws what song does he pull up playing breaking but i can also see like what are they probably like sophomores in high school maybe yeah would you say like i could totally see me like being like Okay, I'm about to go break some laws. What move? What uh, song am I going to listen to? And I will be so spot on and do the exact same thing. Yeah, or just mini Judas my... Priest rant, mini rant on that song specifically by Judas Priest. Yeah, one of the coolest riffs ever. I love that. But I gotta say, even for the time period they wrote it, standards. I know it's supposed to be badass, and I when I first hear it, I think it is, but it's also the cheesiest fucking song in the world, Breaking the Law, Breaking the Law. It's oh, yeah. it's really like, when I think about it, like, this is the cheesiest shit ever. Well, it's so, like, spot on, like, was it, like, hammer on the nail, like, <laughs> and every yeah, like, time, like, ever since- Here you I've go, been... rebellious teenagers! Yeah. Uh, you don't know what it's like! <laughs> I like it, but when I think about it, it's cheesy as hell. Oh, yeah. Well, too, because every I love Beavs and Butthead, so I just always think about breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> Me too, every time I hear it anymore. But yeah, the, the, he shows up, and they're going to find the podcaster guy, pretty much. Yeah, where they have their, like, um, because she's, like, has him, like, it's like, uh, she's tracking him by, like, the amount of bleach that he uses, because he showers in bleach. Yeah, to prevent, what did they say, like, nanobiological tracking or observance? like that, yeah. But look, they have to have a general location on the guy, because I don't know how many stores they would have gone to. Who comes in buying a lot of bleach? Like, they had to have a general location, right? No, they they had to have, because... And this goes back to, like, if these two, like, teenagers can track down this podcaster... Why can't the big bad government? Yeah, or at least Apex. Or the corporation Apex. has enough money to make a Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, or are they just not that worried about him? I don't know. Do they? Is it kind of a thing of just like, okay, he's whatever. Like, I don't know. I do like that they bribed the clerk with ten dollars and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if when I was a clerk, if you gave me ten bucks, I'd help you. You're like, oh, you mean Bernie? You knew right away. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I love where they're like, yeah, shifty guy. He's probably paranoid. <laughs> yes. Um, they meet him and they decide, yeah, they're breaking into Apex, right? That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, basically, yeah. People, and, people, people. <laughs> yeah, let's get through all this people shit because the daughter says Kong didn't want. That's interesting though. Kong didn't want the doctors and scientists to know that he could sign. Well, yeah, because he doesn't trust anyone but that little girl. It seems. Yeah. And the guy leading this mission wants the, the girl to be used to order Kong, like, tell him what to do. And they're back on the ship, and here we go. Okay. Yes. Because, one, I love that the ships have a Godzilla alarm, but yeah. the Godzilla alarm goes off. 
<laughs> it and sounds ridiculous, but if you lived in a world where Godzilla was a thing, I guess it makes sense. And it's just um, and they it, the alarm just starts playing Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. It's just like, oh Damn. no, there's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Godzilla goes on alarm goes off. A ship is taken out right away, and here he is. And and finally, a monster fight in the daylight with Godzilla. Yes. And what a fucking epic fight. These fights are what you look for in these type of movies. Oh, and they do them so well. Like, I won't lie. I didn't take a lot of notes during the fight because I'm glued to it. So yeah. I can go mainly by memory. I have a few things written down. Because all like I know like the first Godzilla movie, they kept doing it where like as soon as they would start the fight, they'd fucking cut away. And it's like, I'm here at a Godzilla movie to see Godzilla wreck shit. And finally, what, five, four or five movies into it, we're into it now. They finally do it right. And it's like, extend, they're extended fights, but they're not too long. Oh, they could have gone on another hour, and I probably wouldn't have complained, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But this also, it's like, um, because I used to, I know you love wrestling, and I used to, like, really love wrestling. It also kind of brings out that part in you of you're your like, yeah, beat the fuck out of them. Oh, yeah. It's it's two larger than life characters destroying each other and destroying everything in their path. Hell, yeah. And another um, another thing I was thinking when I saw them fighting on the water on the boats is like a little kid like in the bathtub, like playing with his like King Kong and Godzilla. Toys <laughs> going, pew, pew. That was me as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which I had a little King Kong Godzilla toy. I have probably done this. Yeah, you've recreated this movie exactly. <laughs> I need my check in the mail. Um, but anyway, you know what's what I really appreciate about this movie is it none of it's practical. Let's be real. None of this is practical effects. Right. And I'm not bothered by it because they did a good enough job, which is risky because they're doing it in the daylight. They're doing it in like an ocean setting and two giant CGI monsters fighting on CGI boats. And I didn't, was not bothered by it because it was well done. And not so much in horror, because we don't see this as much in horror, at least anymore. We did a little bit in the 2000s, but like in action movies and superhero movies, you have two CGI things going at it. A lot of times, like it just takes you out of it right away. Yeah, it's like it makes you not care at all. It it basically would then turn into a video game. Yeah. at no point watching this did I go, oh, yeah, I can... And at no point did I think of the CGI, really. Yeah, and I'm like, no, it's not. this looks fake. And this whole universe, I have to give it to, all these movies, the two Godzilla movies and Kong Skull Island, were beautifully made visually, where nothing took me out of it like that. So whoever their visual department is did fantastic on all of those. Well, and then let's say to contrast, when they did the Justice League movie and they digitally removed Superman's mustache, that's all anyone talked about. The original cut, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in the original cut. That's all anyone talked about, really, was like that, like a few like seconds of scenes that you could see where it looked funny. Well, because it takes you right out of it. You know what I mean? If it's bad. Because you immediately go, okay, that's fake. Oh, yeah, that's right. This is all fake. Who cares? Yeah, this fight's fucking awesome. I do love the pilot that goes, you have to kill me! And Kong kill. I mean, Godzilla kills him. Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. Um, the boat gets knocked upside down with Kong on it. They release him. Kong saves them, flips the boat back over. Th- this whole thing's wild. Um, God- Kong is dead, though. Kong's fucking dead. 
um, if it the people didn't interfere, like you said earlier. Because yeah. he's being drug under the water, but they release, um, or are they depth charges? And yeah. it distracts Godzilla enough, I guess. Right. Yeah, it like disorients him or something, or yeah. But I also yeah. love when like Kong's set free and he starts jumping from boat to boat. Oh my god, how terrified would you be if you were a boat he wasn't on once you see him do that to another boat? You're like, oh no, oh, oh no, 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 no. Because, no. <laughs> yeah, some of those big like air aircraft carriers probably could withstand that. Well, that's, but a, that's a thing I was wondering. If you're just wondering. slightly smaller... That's why I was wondering. I'm like, I know aircraft carriers are huge, but are they that big? Well, the thing is, he's so big, too. When he lands on it, just like, I'm not positive on this, but just thinking physics-wise, he would just push the boat down. Yeah. there's nothing solid underneath it, at least for the most part. So if his weight's evenly distributed. Right. For the most part. They, yeah, something like that would be able to withstand him, I think. Which you would think he would be like, he's probably an expert at that at this point. Because this is like, we also have to mention older Kong. Because like, Kong Skull Island took place in what, the 60s, I think? Um, Vietnam was sure. going on, right? So yeah. Yeah. 60s or 70s. And yeah. so, the, and even then they're like, he's still growing. And in this one, like, you see that he's like got some gray in his like fur and whatnot. And he has like some more battle wounds. So, yeah, I would say we're, and he's really smart in this movie. So, yeah, he probably knows how to distribute his weight right to be able to not destroy the ground. Yeah, be like, okay, this is what the, I have. I'm in the middle of the ocean. This is my only ground. Yeah, I he's not, not an idiot. He's, he's still an animal, but animals want to survive. Yes, and he's already yeah. been under that water. He knows what that's like. Right. Um. So Kong, like, makes onto the boat, but he's out. He is fucking, if Godzilla comes back up, he's dead. All ships go black, and I guess Godzilla thinks that means he won. Yeah, they were like, um, they're not going to quit until one of them, they say again, like, they're not going to quit until one of them, like, uh, kneels to the other one, or submits or whatever. And they're like, well, they're neither one of them are going to do that. And then that's when they're like, turn everything off, and they think that we're, like, surrendering. Yeah, Godzilla looks up over the water, and that's where I said he almost has that smirk look to him. Well, it's almost like he goes, hmm, like he yeah. like, harumphs and like goes away. Like Alfred. That's that's what those don't know my dog. He and leaves. Yeah. Um. Now we cut back to breaking into Apex. Human scene, they don't mind because some cool stuff comes from it. Um, yeah, some, whenever it's like bra the breaking into the Apex stuff and you see all the future stuff, that's pretty cool. Yeah. They break in and they go to where um, Bernie saw the eye, but it's gone. Right. And. They go to sub-level 33, and they get stuck in a shipping container with skull crawlers that are, like, in stasis or eggs. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, the skull crawlers from Kong Skull Island. Yeah. Which, I was happy because, honestly, I don't know why I wasn't thinking it. Because I'm thinking of all the monsters we've seen in the Godzilla movies that we might see and stuff. I don't know why I didn't assume we'd see some of the stuff from Kong in this, too. Yeah, I was there with you. I'm thinking, like, okay, what other, like, I'm thinking Godzilla monsters. I'm not thinking, like, King Kong has a whole plethora of them. Like, he fights a giant anaconda, you know. Yeah. I don't know why I wasn't considering any of that stuff. I guess that's just bias on our part, but it yeah. was cool to see that in there. This part also, uh, when they're sneaking into the facility, feels like very 80s movie. Because they just walk into the secret, like super secret underground like science facility that's supposed to be like probably even like area 51 level type shit oh yeah 
and they just walk in. They just take the elevator and they're in. Yeah, the the shipping container with the deadly creatures are unmanned. Yeah, it's almost some, um, and this is like it's a, it's like a gravity type field. It looks like they go through, and that's how it's like shot from like I guess they're in America to Hong Kong. Like, well, they ooh. actually the way they do it there, you, they can't go through an ocean. But they are developing tunnels like that go across the country and stuff, underground ones. So that's not too far-fetched. But yeah, I don't know about going from country to continent to continent. Yeah, this is like they're shooting like almost like basically right through the hollow earth, like straight through to Hong Kong. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Kong's helicopter ride. Yeah, which is a great little Easter egg for the original um king kong versus godzilla from the 60s when they transport kong with the balloons <laughs> which is i wish movie. they would have used the balloons oh it's such a like when you look back at that movie and like you see it's like these giant yellow like birthday balloons and it's kong is like awkwardly strapped to them and it's the funniest thing i wish we could have seen something like that but in this movie they have to be serious and use helicopters it's probably the better choice now to be honest but yes i would have loved to seen the balloon cut that would have been funny <laughs> release the balloon cut oh god that's gonna be <laughs> every movie from now on is gonna be release the block cut because of fucking snyder i i love it it's now my favorite oh. dumb joke that we make every week well like i saw i think i put it through the uh network group chat where i was, it was tommy wiseau was saying like release the tommy wiseau cut in of the that room. whole movie is his cut the room there's no way that's not his cut i want to see the four hour version oh my god um well, hi, so, <laughs> they land there and the girl signs home points at entrance and tells her your family might be down there more like you um so he starts at first he looks hesitant but then he charges in and they launch these weird little spaceship things that are designed to go through Hollow Earth after him. And this is when we get giant monkey goes through weird underground portal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just swinging along having a fine time getting there. No problem to him. The people like get sucked through like a black hole pretty much. I yeah. don't know how they live. Yeah, they get like, and like, I love he's like preparing, like the one pilot's preparing. It looks like he's taking like tomes and he's like handing out like vomit bags. And that that's probably the most genius thing you can do because holy crap, that ride through. But they do make it out like they all get out through there and they're in Hollow Earth. What do you think of the appearance of it? I thought it was really cool looking. I also love them going through the portal. It's like very doctor, like early, like 70s, like fourth doctor, Doctor Who. <laughs> With like all the I can't comment. I don't. I've I've never honestly watched much Doctor Who at all. Oh, it's just like you when like you saw when like he's going through the portal and he kind of opens his eyes and it's just like weird techno lights and whatnot. Yeah, it's exactly like acid trip Doctor Who late like mid seventies. <laughs> I think that show's been on for like eighty years, and they probably have a hundred episodes. Oh yeah, it's been on for. Well, I know it's been on for over at least over fifty years now. It might. But you know what I mean? They 60. have like. It's a BBC show, though, so I don't know how much of a credit that is, because their seasons are, like, four episodes and then two years off. No, Doctor Who isn't. Doctor Who, especially the old days, they do, like, 28-episode seasons type thing. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I thought Hollow Earth looked incredible. I thought it was really cool design and everything. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It could have been very cheesy, but they did it well. Yeah, the only part where it got a little weird is, like, the anti-gravity part with the Kong, like, fist thing. 
got a yeah. little like Michael Bay esque looking to me. Yeah, kind of. But even then, I kind of at the as soon as Giant Monkey went through Space Portal, I'm like, I'm up for anything. <laughs> yeah, so, really. What are we saying? We literally just had a spaceship go through black hole after flying Monkey to Middle Earth. Yeah, to get giant axe so King Kong king again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that is a pretty cool scene where he like he, they're like he. I guess instinctively he knows where to go because he's like running into like the abyss after. Oh no, I, we forgot this part. After he fights two like fucking dragons. Yeah, they like try to smother him with their wings type and things. Once again, the humans save him. Yeah. Again, Kong's dead once again if it wasn't for humans. It, well, one of the ships gets taken out by one of those things, too. Yeah. Uh, none it's with a, any of the characters we know, just no. the one other ship with other people. No, it's a ship full of red shirts. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, uh, and there's only two of them in that one, by the way. Yeah. As I love the designs of the dragons. They're super creepy. I love how snake-like they are. And I also love after Kong defeats them. Like, he's, like, eating the brain out of it, and they're, like, all the people are watching him, like, ugh. And that also kind of, but it's a nice little moment, because it also helps remind you, oh, yeah, he's just an animal. Yeah. Rips head off, drinks brain fluid. So, yeah, it's really cool. And it's like that, I think we talked about it uh, last episode, the episode before, it's like green blood again. (laughs) Yeah, that. but then again, that makes sense there, you know. Yeah, monster. Yeah. And then he finds Floaty Mountain. That's yes. pretty much where that all ends. And Kong um, Kong gets fingered, and then <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Um, I, I, we would, I okay. our... you know how we go off the wall sometimes. I just had a thought all so, the time. Yes, um, Kong. So you know how he's floating, and he's floating towards the finger. I would have loved for like all the people are like, "Look, he's going to touch the finger," but Kong turns around. Oh, just, no! He's no! Onto the finger, and he's just no! like, <laughs> and everyone's god. just like, "Oh god!" Yeah. <laughs> and then he just like gets himself up off of it and goes about his business. But for the rest of the movie, it's just like, "Why would he do that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave. Okay, no more floaty mountain. We're done there. Um, <laughs> no more finger call. No, uh, the shipping pod in Hong Kong, that's where we're at. And they have built an enormous, what Bernie describes as, if there's a company-friendly way to describe sacrificial pit, this is it. Yeah, it reminded me very Cabin of the Woods once again. <laughs> yeah, there's more parallels that I would think, but they do a lot of stuff like that with this. Yeah. And then the skull crawlers come out, but we, holy shit, here's our reveal, Brett, Mechagodzilla. Yep. Now, what did you, now, like, did you know going in that he was going to be in it? I found out, like, a week ago. And what did you, him being your favorite, what did you think of the reveal? Oh, I was so happy until, well, uh, yeah, I was really happy until I learned he was piloted. Yeah, where basically they're doing a Pacific Rim type thing. Which, I love Pacific Rim. I think it's great. But that's not Mechagodzilla. But it's so weird because... Godzilla was first, and then Pacific Rim is almost like not parodying it, but it's like draws like a homage, I guess. Homage. Homage, yeah, from the Godzilla movies. And now Godzilla is like paying homage to Pacific Rim, kinda. 
Yeah, and I won't lie, I was mad about that. I didn't like that at all. I'm like, no, he needs to be his own thing. But fine, so I'm like, if this is what I get, whatever. But then when they course correct that later, I was very happy. I say, so we're both mad. We're both mad at the same scene, but for different reasons. You're mad at the uh, piloting of Mechagodzilla, and I'm like mad because King Ghidorah's skull is being used. <laughs> but King Ghidorah's skull being used is kind of genius because that's how they give him his own like autonomy later. Like that's yeah, what pretty much like brings him to his own life. And I've seen people being like, well, yeah, why is it just the skull? What power could they be getting out of that? It's like, well, A, he's a space creature. And B, like, he, who knows what's in the bone marrow, you know? Well, they said there's a telekinetic link. That's why they have to do it, because the one right. skull is part of Mechagodzilla, and then that's the other one. Right. Yeah, I, I even wrote, he's being piloted Pacific Rim style. Um, but yeah, they released the skull crawlers as either, like, practice or a demonstration. But he brutally like grabs it and blasts it in half but they're mad because it was only 40 percent power and they need that power source from hollow earth right i don't know even at 40 percent, that was pretty fucking impressive oh it was really awesome to see him just like shred that thing in the mid like right in half like uh art the clown did that girl (laughs) oh yeah man i gotta tell you i can't wait for terrifier both Terrifier, when we cover it on the podcast, it's not next week. Don't get excited, people. No. <laughs> and Terrifier 2 to release. Oh, yeah. Terrifier 2, because they keep saying, like, oh, it's going to be bloodier than the first one. And I'm like, fuck yeah. 80s well, the first horror. one had such a small cast. And even the trailer I saw for Terrifier 2, there's so many more people. I think there's going to be more. Am I correct of saying that Felissa Rose is going to be in it? I think yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Which is so Which awesome. We, we're going to see Felissa Rose in, like, Two weeks. We're. I might have to ask about that. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Just yeah, because I'm trying to think. Yeah, because me and Greg are going to be doing another throbbing with horror on the road. Where we're. Going I don't know how exciting it. this one's going to be to report on the road. But we're going to have a good time. Well, I figured we we would put it as like part of an episode, not do like a whole episode, but we definitely have to talk about it. Yeah. But um. Yeah, we're going to be going to a drive-in that's doing like four horror movies, and one of them Sleepaway Camp. And Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp is going to be there, and I'm so excited. Yeah, that's going to be a good time. I can't wait for that. Okay, we're back on Hollow Earth, right? Right, yeah, the yeah the uh, skull crawler got cut in half, and the power uh, drained. Okay, so Kong pushes open the door, and he gets his big bone axe. Yeah, he sees big monkey handprint on the door, and goes, ooh, ah, and pushes. And <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty much it for right that for there he gets the axe that's really the only important thing you need to get there which i have to say i hate it i'm tired of toys spoiling movies because oh my god dude i know it's been forever though that's one of the things that was spoiled for well yeah because these toys have been out and i I think i saw these toys in walmart like a year ago well yeah because they were prepped for you know usually the toy line will arrive two to three months before the movie and then the movie and this movie is supposed to come out a year ago. Right. But I remember seeing the toys and I saw the Kong action figure with the axe and I'm like, oh, fucking thanks, toy. Now I know he has an axe in the movie. I'll say this. Is that really that big of a spoiler, though? I mean, not really at all, but I'm still. Yeah, I, say, like, I can't get mad about that one. I got kind of mad. I was kind of like, fuck you, toy. Like, don't spoil anything for me. You, you're a piece of plastic. <laughs> Fair enough. 
But then again, I get real mad too when movies don't do that, and then I really want a toy from something, but I have to wait like eight months after it because they wouldn't reveal it before. Do what they did with Empire Strikes Back, where the original poster for that did not reveal Yoda. None of the toys had anything with Yoda. It's not until after the movie that they were like, oh, yep, now everyone knows Yoda's a thing. Here's Yoda stuff. Yeah, but you have to wait months after, and then I get impatient. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I probably shouldn't have screamed so loud and gotten kicked out of Walmart, but that, there's, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a kid Start about buying the toys. Yeah, there was a kid about to buy one of them, and I slapped it out of his hand and started ranting about why it was bad. And no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I hope so. I think I would have found out about that. Like, like I say that, and I'm just like, I'm just dead silent. And you're like, "Are you kidding?" And I'm like, "I was mad." I look up your police record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Godzilla's arriving in Hong Kong because that's where Mecha Godzilla is at now, and they fired him up. Um, Kong's axe starts glowing blue. Is this like the fucking sword from Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit that glows when there's orcs around? Oh, yeah. I didn't make that connection, but that's fucking great. Like, that's, I'm like, wait, he knows Godzilla's there. His his axe is glowing blue. Well, because in uh, in previous movies, Godzilla's like gone um, underwater and like recharged in certain yeah. spots. I almost see it as like I don't know if that's one of like Godzilla scales, maybe or. That's what I think it is, actually. I, I think someone else said that, too. Because they also say where, like, their ancestors have been fighting forever, so is it one of Godzilla's ancestor scales, is what I'm guessing it is? And then know. it's sitting there, and it's close to the power source, so it's almost like it's like it's like when your phone blinks or whatever, and it's like, need power. <laughs> okay. That's what I took it as. But yeah, so, Godzilla's in Hong Kong, the axe is glowing blue, and this is where their little drone robot takes a sample of the ground so Mecha Godzilla can replicate it. Right, and this is when, like, everything kind of goes sideways, where they're like, you can't do that, and they're like, yeah, that's why we're here. And it's just, this is, this is when you like, oh, I'm this is our evil plan. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you stupid scientists, move out of the way for our profits. Don't tell me that this will end the world, because I won't listen to you who has much more knowledge on this than me. We have a boss that's got halfway through his bottle of whiskey. He's pretty drunk, and he's going to be mad if we don't do this. Oh, the vulture bats. Those are. I don't cool. know if that's what they're called, but vulture bats. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, those are really cool. Where and when they land too, they almost also like they're like bat bird things yeah it's they're really cool looking though yeah and they start going on a killing spree and a bunch of these people get picked off and everything i guess they it's almost like kong it doesn't he do something to like signal them to be like hey they're doing something bad stop them i don't know if it's that or is that when godzilla decides he wants to start breathing a hole directly down to them through the earth yeah through and that's another thing i'm like how deep is this hole because then king kong crawls up through the hole and that's how he gets to hong kong but i'm yeah. like how deep are they <laughs> well you remember how much bigger they are than people like it wouldn't take them nearly as long yeah true but yeah so the bat vulture creatures are going at it godzilla's breathing a hole down and the bad people are going to leave and kong grabs their ship and crushes it with the bad girl and her pilots yeah, I love how he, yeah, he crushes it, and then if you look, because it explodes in his hand, after he drops it, he kind of shakes his hand off. Which oh, yeah. 
which was just a little character thing that adds so much where it's just like it reminds me once again king kong is so much more like able to be hurt than any of these other ones yeah or at least shows it more right um but lucky for the science the evil apex people that sample they took is transferred the data not it doesn't need delivered yeah, it's not like it's not through like a phone cord or like a landline or anything. It's like Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, to the middle of the earth. Okay. Um the giant monkey went through a portal, Greg. We have to after that happens. <laughs> and we cut back to uh Russell 11 and Bernie. Um cuz security has spotted them and this right when Mechagodzilla's reaching his power. Um they're all caught and Oh, and they're called in the dumbest way, where they crawl up through, like, a hatch into a room. Like, Eleven runs over real quick and, like, locks the door. But it's a glass door, and then they all just stand there, and then they're surprised that they're seen by the people that are two feet away from them. Yes, on the other side of the glass. Yeah. Well, I love Bernie's like, no, I'm maintenance, I'm maintenance, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here's our Hong Kong fight, which... Oh. Is fuck. What a cool setting too, because the neon and everything looks so fucking cool at the beginning of this, like reflecting off Godzilla. Yeah, because this fight is kind of at night, but it makes up for it for that those neon lights. Yeah, and it goes on into the morning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is a long fight. Yeah, it just looks so cool. Um, there's a part where Godzilla's gonna. I'm just naming highlights here. This isn't yeah. in order or anything. Like, things that stood out to me. Because there was that awesome part where Godzilla's about to do his breath thing, and Kong shoves the axe into his mouth yeah. by the handle. Which is a... I would, I would say that's probably a callback to King Kong shoving the tree in Godzilla's mouth from King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, you're right. You know, that probably is. Because that's, like, the famous, like, gif from that movie. Oh, yeah. I think even when I said that we were doing this movie on the Twitter page, I used that gif. <laughs> and then you have that the axe block that you've probably seen from posters or the trailer, even if you didn't watch that. You've probably seen that where he does fire the beam and he somehow blocks it with the axe because it's made out of his scale. Right. Yeah, all this shit is wild. This This city is fucking leveled, like more than I think any of the other ones we've seen. Oh, and how it's shot. It's almost shot like those old Godzilla movies from like the 50s and 60s where you see like multiple buildings where it's kind of an overhead shot and you see multiple buildings getting pushed over. But there's like no like, oh, my God, the building. It's just like, no, you're just moving along, you know? Yeah, <laughs> there's a part where I think it's Kong gets shoved into a skyscraper is falling over and he reaches out and grabs two other buildings to pull himself back up with knocking them down in the process. Uh, and uh, I love when uh, is he takes like the one top of the building off. It's like a circular part and he like yeah. launches it at call at Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, it, This fight is amazing. I just want like a 10 hour loop of this. And then also like when Kong's kind of down and Godzilla's like ripping the fuck out of his chest and like beating the fuck out of him i'm like this is brutal yeah the three we cut back for people shit in the middle of the amazing fight of course because there's the three that were caught are brought to the walt simmons guy and you know he's doing my evil plan speech well still he has his glass of whiskey so you're you remember oh there's a bad guy oh yes of course um and 
But as he's talking to them, Mechagodzilla is like through this glass window behind <laughs> them, kind of. And that's when they're getting ready to launch Mechagodzilla to go stop this fight and everything to also be like the ultimate show in front of everyone that we can stop him. Right. And the power, now that he's fully powered up, though, the pilot can't handle it. It kills him. And then Mechagodzilla is just sentient now. Well, I don't think it kills the pilot. It just, um, he just goes offline. No, it shows him, like, zapping and dying. Oh, it does? Okay, I must have missed. Okay. Yeah, like, that's when it, like, overloads pretty much the power okay. too much for him to handle. Yeah, I love, though, he's going through, like, his evil plan and whatnot, and you just see in the background, because, like, his, the evil guy's back is to the window, away from Mechagodzilla. Our three heroes are facing the window, so they see everything going on behind them, and they see where Mechagodzilla is now, like, turning towards him and kind of coming towards him and he's going on and on and on and they start slowly backing away and he could notice this finally and turns around and it's basically the oh fuck moment <laughs> yeah was it, it like reaches in and like swats or grabs him or something yeah he's he reaches in and just like swaps like the entire room and just like destroys it yeah the three good people survive but yes. of course well because our good guy has a flask of whiskey <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. So, yeah, Mechagodzilla is sentient now, and he breaks out, and you know what? I think he's destroying the city more than the other two, because he's indiscriminately just attacking everything. Now, I wonder at this point, does Mechagodzilla have his own consciousness, or is this like King Ghidorah re... um, fuck, what's it I... called? I took it as this is the reanimated King Ghidorah. Oh, that's was oh, that's so cool though. Oh, that's I mean that's the only way I think he can take it. Yeah, because that's and so like he's pissed. He's in this new robot body, but he knows how it works. Now he has all these new fucking toys to play with too, and he's going fucking wild. I need to look this up to see if there's any kind of thing that says for officially. Right now, I'm going with the thing of Ghidorah's resurrected because I love yeah. that so much. But yeah, I think Ghidorah basically is Mecha Godzilla here. Oh, that's so cool. I just want to bask in that for a minute. That's just like, oh. <laughs> that That's why I said when I was talking to you cryptically, because you said there was something that made you mad. I thought it was what made me mad, how he was being piloted Pacific Rim style. And I'm like, don't worry, it corrects itself in a really cool way. Because to me, since I that's the way I, I read into it, and I'm like, oh, that's so fucking cool. What a cool yeah. way to make him his own thing. Like, Ghidorah's consciousness basically possesses this metal body. And, like, bring him back in that way. Yeah. That's really cool. No, what I was mad about is how'd they get the giant monkey on the fucking boat? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the fight was... Pretty, Godzilla pretty much won the fight. We oh, say. yeah, versus, I... King, versus King Kong, yeah. Because, once again, uh, the little girl... um who's deaf goes over and like feels the ground and can feel his heartbeat and it's like slowing and she signs to the lady like oh yeah he's dying and the humans once again have to save kong for like the fifth time in this movie <laughs> yeah kong would be dead 20 times um i do like one little funny human joke that was a callback Earlier when the little girl called the guy a coward and she signed. Yes. And the doctor said that means very brave man. And because they realized they had to basically use a defib defibrillator ugh, on Kong. But they're just going to blow the ship up above him because that's the only thing that would have a charge strong enough. And he's talking to her like, 
you are so brave, and he's making the coward sign back at her because he thought that's what it meant. Yeah, I, I did the, enjoy that little callback joke there. Yeah, the little girl, the girl like looks up and smirks, and like the lady smirks too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so they shock him with the ship. Kong's back up, and the girl signs to Kong, Godzilla, not enemy. That is enemy. Please be careful. And Monkey did a giant ooh ooh ah about Godzilla not enemy. He's like, no, Monkey not like lizard. <laughs> I know. I did like he, Kong look pissed, and rightfully so. This thing just killed him, and she's like, that is not enemy. <laughs> I, I love if he just signed back bullshit. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Look at my chest right now, where he scratched me. Yeah, my face is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> his face is all burn up and shit too like yeah um by the way yeah mecha godzilla has fucking missiles in every corner of him like a giant spinny razor tail like it yeah the weapons on mecha godzilla rule and like we said earlier when like godzilla and mecha godzilla are fighting i'm kind of been like okay come on godzilla got this until you see them side by side and how much bigger mecha godzilla is yeah, and add in all the cool little toys he has. Yeah, he's winning. And he has, like, the same powers that Godzilla has. And plus, like you said, all those fancy new toys. Yeah, but Kong jumps over and starts fighting with Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, Which is so epic. Oh, it's great. And I wish they would have just let those two team up and beat him. But no, the humans have to interfere because he pours his whiskey flask... Uh, Bernie that his dead wife gave him. We didn't talk about it because it's not really important. No, um, yeah, it's, all a, over it's the... through this whole thing where he like, yeah, Bernie has a whiskey flask full of whiskey from his dead wife, and he's like, once this whiskey's gone, I'm gone, kind of thing. Like, there's nothing left, and yeah, um, what's his name from Deadpool Two is like trying to like hack in, which I don't know why Bernie, the guy who's done like over 500 episodes of a podcast dedicated to this type of stuff isn't the one trying to guess the password it's, yeah. it's the uh deadpool 2 kid going uh password one nope that's not it password two nope that's not it yeah but he goes to drink the whiskey uh bernie and then whatever jared russell i don't know he grabs it from it and pours it all over the computer and now thankfully they didn't just have that shut mecha godzilla off because i would have been fucking furious yeah uh, it does, like, slow him for a second, like, kind of take him out for a second, but then he comes back. But that gives Kong and Godzilla all the opening that they needed. This ends in such a cool way with Kong ripping off Mecha Godzilla's head. And it looks like Predator when he rips someone's spine and skull out together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so awesome looking. And I want to, um, whenever they, they're trying, what they disconnect is basically the Wi-Fi signal from the stuff in hollow earth to mecha godzilla right i would assume so yes i don't know something that's powering him was disrupted for a second yeah and yeah that's when the yeah well um, we also forget king kong had that where he has his fucking awesome axe and he chops off like both of mecha godzilla's arms yeah that's and, true too yeah and there's like uh, it's not blood. It must have been like hydraulic fluid or something. It's like spilling out of the stumps. It's really cool. <laughs> well, you think how much lube and oil and hydraulic fluid and everything it would take to power something like that and keep it running and not burning itself up. But yeah, it basically was like his blood. You said lube. Oh, yes. Very well done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that fight was awesome. Yeah. And so I got to say Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla won. 
Yeah, or one hundred percent. So Kong and Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, those two won, and yeah, Kong got more of the blows in, but Godzilla was tired from kicking his ass ten times earlier. Right. And Godzilla was getting his ass kicked for a while while they were defib- uh, defibrillating uh, Kong. Yes. So. That's why I said, I actually say this one had a winner. But, like, thankfully they didn't kill Kong, because right. I want more of these. But but it's also one of those things where you go into these versus movies. It's I, It happened to me when I went to go see Freddy vs. Jason in the theaters. And you Jason pops out of the water at the very end, holding Freddy's severed head. And it's like, definitively, Jason won. And then fucking Freddy blinks. Or, or like, winks. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I still say Jason won. Oh, Jason won. But then you get these people that I've been fighting online with for fucking over a decade. Where it's like, <laughs> oh, Jason's in the green world. Freddy actually won. Jason's dead. It's like, I don't fucking know, man. It gives me a headache. I, Jason won. Jason Jason, Jason 100% won. But... Make it we'll get to that on the Freddy versus Jason. We have that on the schedule. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I, King Kong versus Godzilla. You're going into it being like they're not going to kill one of them. Yeah, at least I would hope not. There's and honestly, no if they way. did kill one of them. I feel like they'd kill Godzilla if they decided to. And I'm glad we didn't see that. Now, do you think we get any more MonsterVerse movies? I continue the MonsterVerse was trending on Twitter yesterday. Yes. I think this did really well. In fact, this is the first movie that gave theaters a boom since COVID started. Yeah, this is like the big, like the first big quote unquote box office now. And that's even with HBO Max. Right. Like, so I think they'd be stupid not to. I really hope we get another one. But then I'm also thinking like they're going to, I guess, have to come up with a lot of new kaiju monsters to go yeah, after. Where else could the, you go, though? At the very beginning of this one, well, like, King of Monsters, a bunch of them got killed. And then at the beginning of this one, they basically say Godzilla killed all the rest of them. King Kong's the only one left. Hollow Earth is open now. Hollow Earth is open now. There's a ton of fuck creatures down there which they could play with, which would be cool. Did we ever hey, see Gamera in this? Hey, what's that? Did we ever see Gamera in this universe? I don't think so. Did we in King of the Monsters? I don't think he showed up in King of the Monsters because that's Mothra was in that. Rodan was in that. I'm thinking of Rodan. Dora, okay, that's right. Which it would be great to oh, bring Gamera in because I think he's from space. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, look, if the story is right, I want these to continue. If oh, not, yeah. this was a good ending. Oh, it was a definitely a fun ending and a nice little thing, but... If they keep up with like the same kind of formula that they had for this one, for another one, I'd be way in. Oh yeah. Or like how they did uh um Kong Skull Island. Just so much fun. Oh, Skull Island was so good. Oh, by the way, yeah, Kong and Godzilla wake up, Godzilla swims away, uh Kong moves to Hollow Earth with the science team studying him there. Well, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's almost, well, after Mechagodzilla's done, there for a second, you're like, oh, these two girls start fighting again, because they're almost both getting ready again. Yeah. But they kind of stare each other down, and then Kong drops the axe, which is like an indication of, I don't want to fight you. And at that point, Godzilla kind of does like a, like a, I guess, accepting harumph, and goes back into the water. (laughs) Yep. And that's end of movie. Yeah, and then like you said, I like the thing where um 
the scientists are still down there like studying him and like now watching him in Hollow Earth. Yeah. I hope they have a good security team down there though. Holy crap. Oh yeah, with all the fucking Skull bats Island's and... scary enough. Yeah, Skull Island was terrible. This the Hollow Earth has like dragons and mutant giant bats and who knows what else the fuck. Like we saw like even when Kong was just running by the one time, these like bugs came out of the ground and then this like armad giant armadillo thing started eating one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck that. But yeah, um it was a great movie. I liked it. Now before we get to the kill count ratings and what we're doing next week, Brett, I gotta I've gotta hammer the peep with a request again. What's that? If you guys like us and I hope you do if you made it this far in. Please subscribe to our show. You'll get noticed when you'll know when new episodes are coming out. Or if you don't even click notifications, when you click your shows, you'll see. It's like, oh, I wonder what Brett and Greg are talking about. And please make sure you leave us a rating. Helps us get seen more by more people and all that fun stuff. Really helps us out. Takes you like 10 seconds. Yeah, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, so that's, that's that. Please do it, though. I know we're not going to hammer you with it too hard, but that's all. All right. <laughs> so do you want to do the kill count? Yes. Well, I'm excited for this one because what you were saying earlier. Yeah. So last week, Devil's Rejects, we were shocked, excited, and disturbed at how many we had. Right. How many was Devil's? I forget. It was like. I have it in my notes here. Hang on. Give me one second. I'll go back. <laughs> That's next week's where we're we at. Okay. Last week, we had 14 kills in wow. the Devil's Rejects. Okay. It was a lot. Yes. So, and it left us at a kill count of 290. Guys, the kill count is the total movie of deaths we've seen in all the movies we've watched. Yes. Okay, so you want to take a guess where Godzilla vs. Kong left us. We were at 290. This is also one where it's uh, it's almost like a Jason X syndrome, where like a lot of buildings got knocked down and a lot of ships got destroyed, but you can't count those. Like You can't count uh, Solaris and Jason X. Would you like me to tell you any qualifications I gave to this since it's a bit of a different one? Would that help? Yeah. All right. I did not count any Navy ships, anything like that. Individual pilots, I did count. Or if we saw the inside of, we didn't see this, but for an example, if we saw four people in a car that got stepped on and killed, I would have counted those four people. You have to see the person on screen get killed for it to count. Yes. Or okay. like I said, if or if, you would just see that car go, and they'd eat the car. I would only count that as one, as an example. Okay. Um. So we're at 290. Yes. Well, with you saying that, I'm going to say 310? Oh, close. Overshot just a little. Oh. 306. Okay, so what, 16? Yes. That, that's a pretty good death count. Yeah, a lot were pilots. Um. There's like... The people got eaten by the bat vultures, um, you know, the oh scientists getting zapped in the skull, the guy getting ripped out by Mechagodzilla. So there was a good bit in here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great number, especially for, uh, like, it's not, you know, for this kind of action-y type movie. You know, that's a pretty good number. That's a big number for a PG-13. Yeah. Oh, it's also PG-13. Wow. Yeah. So okay, yep, well, we are left with 306 grizzly deaths that we have seen in this podcast lifetime. We've broken 300. Yes. Yeah, there we go. We did. Nice. Um. Well, every week, Greg does his kill count. 
I do my ratings, but I don't like to do stars because that's boring and like Robert Ebert and shit does that and fuck him. Um, <laughs> I like to pick something from the movie and rate it that many things, one through ten. Um, what do I do for this one? I'm trying to think. I'm going to do Ghidorah Skulls because I love Ghidorah. Okay, we can do Ghidorah Skulls. I like that one. Um, so one King Ghidorah Skull is this movie's complete shit. This movie's worse than the 90s Godzilla. Yeah, no one wants a Ghidorah with one head. No. Um, 10 is this is the greatest kaiju movie that there's ever been. I'm going to this I really like this one. I'm going to say I'm going to give it 7 King Ghidorah skulls. Very good. I'm close to you. I went just a little under you. I went six and a half King Ghidorah skulls. Okay. Cuz all the monster stuff is so great. All the monster fights, this every single other person who ever wants to do big monster versus big monster, watch this movie and take notes. They do these monster fights right. Oh, yeah. I love this. It was a great time. There's just some clunky things in it that, like, would have knocked it down from a perfect. Yeah. But I haven't given out a perfect yet, even. So, like, it's very hard to get a perfect, because right. perfect is perfect. This movie was great. I loved it. Just a few clunky things that could have been solved or didn't make sense, things like that. But if you're a fan of these kind of movies, you already know that the people parts are the downfall of them. But... It can uh, as much as I would love two hours of nothing but a Godzilla versus King Kong fight. They can't make that a movie. <laughs> no, it, they're a necessary evil. Exactly. They have. And to you know, if I was an actor and they were doing like a Godzilla movie and they offered me the role in it, I would almost have to think I'm like, yeah, I get to be in a Godzilla movie, but that'd be like, oh, I have to be the human in a Godzilla movie that no one wants to see. But then you could also be like in like a lot of the actors in the. Um, first Godzilla movie out of this monster verse where like none of them were good they all basically phoned it in except Brian Cranston he was really good the rest of them like just completely phoned it in <laughs> yeah They're like oh this is an easy paycheck it's like Harrison Ford like going on a talk show trying to talk about Star Wars again level caring <laughs> I don't know any of this I forgot I was in them yeah fucking star wars <laughs> i fucking should have crashed my plane i need to crash I, another plane with that i'm gonna do a tiny bit of self-advertising if you guys want to check out last week's when you're hearing this or the beginning of the week i don't know episode of geek positive brandon Keita was on with me and max well, it was a fun time we talked about star wars i was gonna say i you three together like brandon's negativity versus like you and ryan's like more positivity is just so great <laughs> Oh, I love, I love, it reminds me of old times, because we used to do that, like, fuck, almost going back, like, ten years ago. It was a very fun time getting back to that. That episode was so much fun to listen to, and yeah, the dynamic between you two, three were great. I hope he goes back on Geek Positive again. Oh, we're going to bring him back on soon. Nice. Um, do you want to know what we're doing next week, people? Yes, what is next week, Greg? Next week, it's weird, because we're hitting two PG-13s in a row, but they're two that I love, so I'm fine with it. I was going to say, though, this one's also PG-13, which is... I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I forget that a lot about this upcoming movie that it is. Uh, next week is Happy Death Day. If you guys know the great distribution company Blumhouse, everything they put out is almost gold. It's by them. It's basically Evil Groundhog's Day. 
Yeah, which I I love Groundhog's Day, and when I heard about this movie, someone explained it to me basically like that, where it's like, it's Groundhog Day, but a horror movie. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, it is great. I, I like this movie a lot, um, so I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, me neither. It's going to be fun. A lot of fun little details in it, too, that it's fun to do on a podcast and talk about. So Yeah, so many um, funny un- little parts. Unfortunately for all of you listening, not streaming anywhere. So you're either going to have to find a copy or you've already seen it. Right. But like I've said before, also, um, this movie's been out for a few years, so you can probably get it pretty cheap at like Walmart or a video store. Did you ever see the sequel? I have not yet, but I do want to. Do you know when I watched the sequel? Huh? This morning for the oh, first really? time. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed yeah, really? it. I, I've heard yeah. that it was pretty decent. Yeah, I like the first one a little more, but it was still fun. I heard that they explained like some of where like in the first one they don't I don't want to really go too much into it but the first one they kind of leave it kind of vague the second one they like explain shit right yeah you got some answers in it okay but yeah that's next week guys I'll be happy death day so. nice I'm looking for I'm very happy to be doing that we might do an in person for that one I don't know or the next one we'll see yeah, it's either this one uh, yeah it's either gonna be happy death day or the one after that that we're going to be doing an in person one because I'm going to be going over to Greg's abode. Yay! Well, last one we did from my podcast room. This time I'm venturing all the way to Greg. <laughs> yeah, far which away. Isn't, which isn't far. <laughs> <laughs> all right, great, man. Um, we have uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Throbbing Horror. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Throbbing with Horror. Um, I try to update that stuff here and there with what I'm watching and whatnot, especially like Saturday nights, uh, Spingoolies on. So usually I'll live tweet like, Along with the movie, some with that and whatnot. I was watching it, uh, I think last Saturday. It was a uh, Peter Cushing movie was on it, who played uh, Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. I forget which movie it was. I was watching Sven Gulli a little bit. Yeah, it's not bad. It's I like Sven because he does like the older movies. Like most of the movies he does, it's like the black and white ones. Yeah. But yeah, uh, check all those out. And um, check out all the other shows on the network. There's a ton of them. <laughs> Yeah, there's a bunch. They're on there. Um, yeah, uh, auto anxiety radio show, geek positive. Um, I know. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> ruthless. I know you. Ruthless. You guys are still talking, but something may happen. Yeah, we're ruthless is on break, and we got to figure something out with the WWE Network, Peacock stuff going on. Things yeah, getting changed. We gotta. We're kind of on relaunch level. Is, is this going to be the same thing? What's going right. on? But yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with that. And um, do you know anything with P? When he'll be able to? Uh, P's show. What they're doing is uh, P's just waiting for as a surgery. Nothing serious. P is fine. But once that's done, um, Weep Two K should be rolling out. P awesome. Great. Well, you have anything else, man? No, that's all I got. Um, go watch this movie. It's up for about a little, little under a month yet with hbo max if you want to see it there if not it's in theaters too yes so much fun um well everyone have a great week we'll see you next week and we hope we've left your brain throbbing with horror